I'm Pete Primo. This is the podcast for furniture and mattress store owners who want to make more money without the BS. Welcome to the No BS Sales, Marketing, and More podcast for furniture and mattress stores. If you own a furniture or mattress store or you work in one, this is a podcast for you. Episode 002. Again, we are here with Doug Stewart. Doug was such a big hit on my first podcast. I had to bring him back for a second for a second time and he's agreed to give generously of his time and our topic this week is how to have a great week. So Doug, what do you do to have a great week? Well, first of all, hey Pete, how you doing, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. 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 Just a glutton for punishment to have me back. I appreciate it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I think a great week starts the week before. You know, you read all this stuff about, you know, prepping the, the night before your week. I think all that's really, really important to um, sort of sort of prepare yourself for the, for the next week. If you get into your week and you're not ready before you get there, it's like anything else. You know, we've got, we've got the ACC tournament that just finished. We've got, uh, we've got the NCAA tournament that's about to start. But if these teams come into this tournament and they're unprepared, they're going to go out the first round. And it's the same thing, I think, with, with our week. Um, you know, what I do in particular is I try to make my weekends about family. And so the days that I have off, I try to make them about family. I try to stay off of the computer. But that doesn't always mean my mind stops working. Right. <laughs> And so, um, you know, Evernote has become like, like an extension of myself. And so typically what I'll do is I'm, I'm making notes in Evernote all through the weekend and all through the, the previous week so that when I hit my desk Monday morning, um, I have ideas and I always try um, to go back into that notebook and, and make it a point to spend the first hour of my Monday reading something and writing something and just to get myself going. Do you use the paid version of Evernote or do you use the free version? I, I used the free version for a long time. Right. Um, but, but when I sort of decided to put everything in Evernote, I, I had to. I mean, I literally, personally, professionally, extracurricular, everything is in Evernote for me. So, yeah, I, I have to. And you have Evernote on your iPhone and every other device, correct? Everything, everywhere, all the time. I'm an evangelist of, of Evernote. So, yeah, I mean, any, any, 100% of my writing happens first on Evernote. Um, you know, the, the Web Clipper application on, on your um, laptop or on your desktop is fantastic to be able to save sort of ideas and thoughts. And it's really just an extension to, to my brain. Um, but it also has, you know, things like um, photos of insurance cards and, um, you know, my, my personal sort of family budget. I mean, we, we do everything, um, everything at Evernote. And for our dealers out there who aren't familiar with Evernote, how much did you invest in Evernote? Oh my gosh. I think the, the pro version, I think it's 40 bucks a year, 50 bucks a year. I mean, it's not, it's, it's nothing. It's, right. it's, for, for, for what you get out of it. And it's such a robust platform. It can be a little overwhelming because there's so many things you can do with it. Right. Um, there are a few people like Michael Hyatt. He's a, he's a big um, Evernote fan, uh, michaelhyatt.com. He's one of the, the biggest, most influential bloggers um, and really sort of um, development personalities in, in, the, in our country. 
Um, and he actually writes a lot of stuff about Evernote and sort of how to use it. He's published a few, um, a few um, sort of tutorials. So he's definitely a great resource to figure out the best way to use that, that program. Right. I, I've used Evernote and I, I need to go to the paid version to really get the most I can out of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a great tip for, for furniture and mattress store owners who are overwhelmed. They have so many things on their plate and, mm-hmm. you know, they jump from one idea to the other. And it's just a great way to capture their thoughts and come back to them when they have an opportunity, God willing, yeah. if they have an opportunity. To right, come right, back to right. If, if that exists for, <laughs> for owners, I, I get that. Yeah. So, so walk me through. So, so these ideas are kind of bubbling around in your head, but you're really staying focused with your family. And so you're jotting an idea or two down here and there. And then like, do you go to Evernote on Sunday night? Do you go to Evernote early on Monday morning? Walk me through that. Yeah, I go to Evernote um, the moment I get a thought or an idea. Okay. <laughs> um, because my 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 mind um, is, is so fleeting sometimes um, that if I have an idea and if I don't write it down or if I don't get it somewhere... Um, if I don't, if I don't grab it, it'll, it'll sort of go away and never come back. Right, <laughs> and then right. I'll drive myself crazy Monday through Wednesday. I'm half the week. I'm, I'm worried about this idea that I had that I'm trying to remember. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm not getting anything else done. Um, and so, you know, as I go through my week or as I go through my weekend, just, just putting small thoughts down, um, things that I can come back to and manage later. Um, oftentimes when it comes to like writing and stuff, it's just a title. I'll, I'll have a thought. I'll write a title, and I'll come back to that. You know, the following week or whenever I whenever I uh, uh, block out time to to actually write, and that that keeps me from having to sit down and figure it out. Um, but it's the same when it comes to you know man, managing people. You know, you have a thought about something that could help someone, so you write a little a little note down to remind yourself. And Evernote's a great place to keep that. You know, back in the back in the day, um, you know, I tried using like sticky notes. Or like small notepads, but then I just ended up having little papers all over the place. Um, and this is a place that you can go in and search. And you know, you you had a thought about someone, and you can go in and search that person's name. This in the note, and it'll it'll generate it for you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a great tip for all of our uh, all of our furniture and mattress store owners. So it's Monday morning. What's your Monday morning look like? Um, the most about my Monday morning is breakfast with my little girl. Ah. Absolute most important thing. So that's that's how my day starts. Um, and that's really, I, every day that I'm not traveling, that's how my day starts. And so after after that portion, after the most important part, I always try to make it a point to read something and write something. Um, so it's not always something that I'm going to that I'm going to publish or give away, um, but I think it's important to get your mind working in some sort of um, some sort of, sort of abstract way. And sometimes it's about work. Sometimes it's about family. Sometimes it's about something that I'm ticked off about. <laughs> but the important thing for me is to get something on paper. Um, and so that helps, that helps me sort of set, um, set the tone for the rest of the day. And so my first hour is dedicated to reading something, writing something. And the last thing I try to do before I really get after it for the week is I try to write a note of appreciation to someone whether that's just a quick note on LinkedIn, hey, so you got a new job, you're going to be great, or if that's um, commenting on 
a blog or shouting someone out on Twitter or even writing a post that, that mentions someone's work. Um, I think appreciation really is the key to, to um, not, just, not just being credible with other people, but also having a genuine impact um, in your business. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I like to do early in the morning is actually read your blog. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and, you know, you had a great quote in there from uh, Julia, and I was just wondering if you'd just walk me through that that quote. Yeah. Um, actually, Julia Rosen is, is someone that I've, I've followed for, for quite a while and um, have never had very much interaction with her other than just following her, her you know, her own social media articles that she's written. And um, she had a she had a quote that I just thought was brilliant last week. Um, I'm going to look it up and, and read it to you verbatim, so I don't so I don't botch Julia's um, yeah. <laughs> brilliant thought. We don't want to do that. I got a really no. Um, I got a really great opportunity though to um, to actually talk to her last week. I reached out to her and, and asked um, if she had time for a call. And I just tell you, she is she is brilliant. So if you don't if you don't follow her and you don't read her stuff, I think you're really missing out as a as a business owner. Um, she's she's connected to Restonic, um, but she, her, her her ideas are just so clean and clear and actionable. Um, the quote she actually she had on Twitter was: "When it comes to writing great copy, never put cleverness before clarity. The clearest marketer always wins." And you know I thought that was really brilliant because. It's true that so often, you know, when we're thinking about advertising, when we're thinking about marketing, we're really thinking about trying to be clever and trying to be thought-provoking and impactful. But so many times, those clever thoughts miss the point. Right. <laughs> and they're not clear, so no one gets it. And so I think the, the point that she's making, and, and the reason I thought that was so brilliant, is so often the, 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 the clear, simple... Um, easy thoughts are the ones that resonate the best with, with customers. Absolutely. And for that matter, I mean, I know she was talking about copy and she was talking about marketing, but, uh, you know, that lesson of being clear, you know, for a furniture or a mattress store owner, mm -hmm. you look at all the interactions they have in the day. First of all, their staff, you know, their delivery drivers or warehouse people, um, their advertisers, um, the interactions that they have with customers, the interactions that mm -hmm. they have with their vendors. You know, being clear uh, is a, is not only a way to be a great marketer and, and to write great copy, but it's a, a way to have a great life. Think about it yes. with personal your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, do children need clear direction from their yeah. parents? Absolutely. <laughs> You know? Right, right. And sometimes we, you know, as our parents get older, we manage them also. <laughs> and and yep. we have to be very clear. And so uh, I think it, you know, there's lessons there throughout all of life, not just um, for copy and not just for marketing. So are there yeah, any absolutely. other secrets for having a great day besides reading, writing? You know, I think it's I think it's all about getting infected with the right thing. You know, we're we're all we all have things on our mind. We all have things to do. Um, I believe that the that the key is to get infected with 
with this illness that I try to get infected with every week, which is called get after it itis. <laughs> and you just have to get after it. Um, you know, I, I think, I think understanding what the end looks like, understanding what you're really after, you know, most salespeople, most business owners would say um, that their goal is to make more money, make more sales. But, you know, it's always something a little deeper than that. It's, you know, when you, when you accomplish that, what does that mean to you? What does that mean to your customers when they buy from you instead of buying from their, from the competitor? Are you really saving your customer um, time, money, and trouble because they chose you over over someone else, right. and understand really having a clear understanding of your of your purpose as an individual, and then your, your company's purpose. Um, you know, I, I think those things sort of put you on the path to to being really effective, really efficient, and to Julia's point, really clear um, right. about where you want to go and and what your proposition is to to your customers and really to, to humanity as a, as a whole. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I just, um, w- was looking at some testimonials that we got back and, uh, the guy that was doing the interview was Simon Aronowitz who wrote the book, um, about testimonials. And he's, uh, he's a guru guru on testimonials. He actually shot some testimonials for me and he asked, what would you put on Pete's epitaph? And that kind of shocked me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. not ready to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm They're making still... plans for you already. <laughs> yeah. And in one of my dealers said, here lies a man who helped everybody sleep better. Mm. And it was worded more cleverly than that. But I said, you know, that's really what it is for me. Uh, For me, uh, if the end consumer has happy, uh, healthy wake-ups, that's the end result that I'm looking for for my customers. Uh, And for my dealers that do business with me, you know, I'm very passionate that I need to do everything I can to -hmm. make their life easier and yeah. I need to do everything I can to help them make money and share every little secret that I have learned um, and discovered and help them make more money because mm-hmm. ultimately at the end of the day, they can't take care of their customers if they're not there. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it reminds me, one of the things that I, that I do to remind me myself of that is I wear a rubber band around my wrists 100% of the time. And, you know, I think a rubber band is a really good symbol of what purpose, purpose is. And I see myself a lot like that rubber band. You know, a rubber band only has a few uses. It's only good at a few things. It connects things. It binds things together. But other than that, a, a rubber band doesn't have a lot of purpose other than those couple of things that it does really well. Right. right. But the other thing about a rubber band that's really important is the only way a rubber band can can obtain its purpose is to stretch and to be flexible. And when it doesn't stretch and when it's not flexible, it's not going to ever get to its purpose. And, you know, I see myself like that in a lot of ways. I'm only good at a couple of things and I have to remember what those things are. (laughs) And if I'm not willing to be flexible in life and in business, then even if I know what those things are that I'm good at, I'm never going to achieve my purpose. And so I think purpose is such an important part of what it takes to have a good week 
every week and a good day every every day because if you don't know what that purpose is, you don't know what you do well, right. and you don't play to your strengths, it's going to be really hard to have a have a good week from a production standpoint and it's going to be a, even harder to have a good week from a how do I feel about last week standpoint. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that strikes me, I see it always with very successful people. If they see a new idea, they don't push it away very quickly at all. As a matter of fact, they ask themselves the next question. And the next question is, how could I apply that to my business? Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes they they drink deeply from other industries and, and other disciplines. Yeah. And they incorporate um, other ideas into their business. And that's really one of the keys to not only having a great week, but having a great, having a great career, you know. Yeah. And one of the the funnier things that I've heard, uh, Dan Kennedy says, you know, a lot of times when presenting marketing ideas to business owners, business owners have this knee jerk reaction, and they say, "Well, mm-hmm. you know, that won't work in my business." Well, right. did you really think about it? Or is that just a knee-jerk reaction to protect yourself from an idea that could actually be the savior for your business and you're just having a knee-jerk reaction? Well, my business is different. Right. You know, your business might be different in some ways, but it might be the same in a lot of other ways. And we should all be looking for creative ideas, especially if you own a furniture or a mattress store. And if you just limit Mm -hmm. yourself to the industry gurus and the industry leaders um, and you don't go outside of this business, you are going to be drinking from some very shallow waters and you're never going to get the truly great ideas that will help you create a truly great business. Yeah. Wow. What, what a, what a great point that is Pete. Um, a perfect example in, in my recent, um, in my recent life was about a month ago when I was in San Antonio for the mega conference, which is a phenomenal, outstanding conference It's one of the best I've, I've been to Rick Anderson actually spoke at that, who, as you know, is the executive vice president, Tempur-Pedic president, Tempur-Pedic or Temper Sealy, excuse me. I'm, I am, um, it's still hard for me to say, um, <laughs> But the the really the really the the thing that I've always appreciated from him, even back in the day when I worked for Tempur-Pedic, um, was that he almost a hundred percent of the time when you hear him talk, only about twenty percent of his talk is about our industry. <laughs> the right. rest of the time, he's talking about other businesses, other industries. You know, I heard about a I, I guess it was about a thirty or forty minute presentation he gave, and only about ten minutes of that presentation had anything to do with mattresses. The rest was, these are things that are working in other industries. How can we apply some of those same, same things to us? Which I, I've always thought Rick was, was brilliant, but that is a perfect point um, that you make, that you, you've got to be able to look outside of, of your day-to-day. You've got to be able to look outside of your realm of understanding and say, there are other smart people. They're doing interesting things. How can I apply that? It may not work. You, know, you may not be able to pluck it out and put it into your system perfectly, but the essence of that idea, there may be some application there. Yeah, no doubt. Well, listen, we hit our 20-minute uh, mark, and I try to keep these things at 20 minutes. And the Lord knows that me and you could go on for hours and hours. <laughs> we might. We might offline anyway. 
So how do people get a hold of you to continue this conversation with you, Doug? Um, the, the best place to find me and my stuff is furnishingresult.com. Um, but you can always find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Stewart underscore. Um, those are the two best places, Pete. Great. Thanks, Doug. Have a super day. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Pete. Buddy. See ya. Thank you for listening to the No BS Sales, Marketing, and More podcast for furniture and mattress stores. We love reviews at our podcast. They help us get found. Please review us at iTunes or Stitcher. And while you're there, please subscribe. This podcast was brought to you by Primo Furniture Sales. For more tips on selling furniture and mattresses, go to PetePrimo.com. Till we meet again, sell a million. Thank you.